What's up, Magic fans? This is Mackenzie Thurkill of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from my favorite guys across the pond at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Geraint, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! What's up, Magic fans? I'm Mikey, and welcome back to another episode of Penny for Your Thoughts, the Orlando Magic UK podcast. Uh, unfortunately, this week, we aren't joined by our friend from the Valleys, Geraint. He's on dad duty. But as always, I'm joined by Mr. Calamity himself. Paul, how are you, mate? Good evening. Very well, my friend. Very well. Calamity free. All good here. All good here. Calamity yourself, free. Mate? I'm doing yeah. well, mate. Uh, in fact, I'm doing very well because... Uh, I got in earlier and uh, managed to watch the last 20 minutes of Liverpool to see uh, Divock Origi smashing a 94th minute winner for the Reds. So um, I'm a happy boy today. Good man, good man. Two o'clock tomorrow for us boys. Who have you got yes, today? Uh, uh, tomorrow? Um, I knew you were going to ask me that. Got out of my head, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know we play at two o'clock, that's all I need to know. Fair enough, fair enough. Good so, as long as I'm there. <laughs> Never mind. In fact, um, we play Leeds soon, don't we? We must be coming yeah, up to it soon. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. So yeah. We've got, got that to look forward to very soon. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately... We mate, got... Being at Ellen Road, being at Ellen Road, we might do a little bit better. You've been found out a little bit this season, haven't you? Injuries <clears> have played. <laughs> it seems to be a common thread with our teams. Uh, injuries have played a huge part, mate. We've had the spine of the team absolutely ripped out this season. Um, you know, when you we don't carry the sort of squad numbers that uh, they do at Anfield, but uh, you know, when you've got your three forwards all missing, you're not going to you're not going to do a deal, are you? But uh, it's coming, it's coming, it's getting there. Okay. We will be, we will survive, we will survive, <laughs> and that's the main thing. <laughs> good lad it's all good it's all good absolutely so uh, as we said G isn't with us this evening but uh, we are recording next week so he'll he'll be back with the, with us with uh, our special guest next week which we'll let you know later in the show um, there's not really a lot of news to talk about other than recapping the games we're going to do a slightly shorter episode tonight and just sort of keep things up to date with, with what's been happening this week um, so Going through the injuries, uh, there's no real news updates since last week on Marco Foltz, Jonathan Isaac, Etwan Moore and Michael Carter-Williams. Uh, they all remain out at the moment. Um, I think we're all slightly anticipating Foltz might be back very shortly. Um, I don't know if he's travelled on this West Coast road trip. I don't think we've seen him. So we might have to wait till we go back home to play the Hawks. There was an indication, wasn't there, uh, a few weeks ago that we we heard that he could be around Thanksgiving time. Obviously, we're a little bit beyond that now, but uh, it's got to be getting close. It's getting close. Yeah. Um, and then the only other update really was Jalen Suggs, um, who got the good news this week that he will not have to undergo surgery uh, to be reevaluated in a couple of weeks just to make sure his uh his thumbs healing as it should so hopefully we won't see Suggs out for too long and we can get him back on the court um apart from that there's not really else a lot to talk about apart from the games um just a little shout out for our friends from the hardwood hoops podcast um which i went on yesterday with liam 
So uh, I was breaking down the magic and we were talking about this season and we were talking about Jalen Suggs and Wagner and, and how this young team's starting to come together. And we talked about Jamal Mosley. Um, so you can find that link on our Twitter page. And I think I posted it on our Instagram stories as well yesterday. So if you want to go back and have a look, listen to that, then go ahead. Um, so we've finally hit the 350 subscribers on YouTube finally this week. So a big thank you to everybody uh, who's subscribed to the podcast, whether that's on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We, Paul and me and Garrett, we really appreciate everybody's support. Um, and hopefully we can continue bringing everybody content you, you'll enjoy. We've got some cracking guests coming up over the next couple of weeks, Paul, haven't we? I just find it incredible, first of all, that anybody actually wants to listen to us ramble. Um, <laughs> you know, we, start, we started doing this so we didn't have to bore our wives exactly. talking about the magic. Um, and it turns out there's a lot of other people in that same boat. So it's, it's, it's win-win. Um, so yeah, like Mikey said, we thoroughly appreciate it. But yeah, coming up over the few, next few weeks, we've got um, Jeff Turner joining us on a day off from LA when we record next week. All the hardships of having a day off in LA. Um, followed by, I think we've got a blank spot that we're trying to fill, haven't we? For the yes, and then um, the, and the then pre-Christmas Christmas. episode. The pre-Christmas episode, we are joined by Dante Angelante to uh, have a bit of fun. Hopefully, I'm sure that uh, getting them two together, it will be a good one. Absolutely chaos. Yeah, chaos. I'm guessing. <laughs> The, the Dante, Calamity and Galante show, I think we would call that. <laughs> Plus two. <laughs> Plus two. Um, so, yeah. Um, so if you're already subscribed, uh, please leave us some reviews, whether that's on on, on Apple Podcasts. Or as long as they're good. As long as they're good. Five-star ratings will be great for us to help us uh, continue to grow the podcast and, and interact with the show. If you're on YouTube, leave us some comments. Um, we try, or I certainly try and um, reply to um, everybody who posts something in, in the comments on YouTube. But uh, yeah, we finally hit 350. So I think either, are we doing it on Friday, Paul, when Jeff Turner comes on? Yeah, let's let Jeff do it. Let's let yeah. Jeff announce the winner. So, he'll send the winner a, a, a congratulations message. He'll, uh, he'll he'll do that for us happily. Absolutely. So uh, we'll do the draw for that Jalen Suggs jersey giveaway, not Jalen Juggs. Um, okay, you can have a Jalen Juggs jersey. I'm sure they can do a yeah, custom one. If you say, really I'm sure wanted. they'll change it for you if you want. <laughs> so, uh, so the Magic have played three times this week since we last recorded on Sunday. I think it was the last time we jumped on. Um, so starting with the, uh, Monday's game against the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, the Magic lost one, 101 to 96. Um it was one of those games, Paul, wasn't it? Where I know we lost the game, but you don't mind losing a game where it's competitive down the stretch and we had a chance to win. How, how far did we come in that game? We played some really good basketball. Yeah. Um, I, there was, we were woefully shorthanded. They sh- grit and determination all night. And that effort, wow. Did it translate into a fight back? Sixteen points down, yeah, uh, and we we managed to take a four point lead 
uh, in in the in the third quarter. You know, we I know that Philadelphia shifted that response back, that momentum back to them. Um, but again, Mo leveled it. Mo Bamba leveled it with uh, I think it was a, a putback two, something like that. It, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, after that, we were just forced to play the foul game. Um, so they managed to get a couple of free throws and we lost a possession. It, it was a brilliant effort. Um, yeah. uh, you just cannot, you cannot fault the determination that they showed. Um, and right, Franz Wagner, what can you say about it? I'm, I, I wrote in one of the reviews this week, I think it was uh, the, the Denver game. I'm running out of superlatives about the guy. <laughs> Such great basketball intelligence. Yeah. And that was the game where Jalen Suggs went down, wasn't it? That was the game where he went down injured. Yes. I the Philadelphia so. game. So he ended up covering the point guard position towards the end. You know, it's not his game. That's not his game. But 27 points, six assists, five re uh, sorry, six rebounds, five assists, and a steal. Um and he just showed all his quality. He was initiating the offence. Um, some really good shot selection. And, boy, is he strong on defence. He, and it's, it's the positional intelligence. Yeah. He knows, he's got an eye, he, he plays beyond his years. He plays beyond his years for me. He, he just seems to know where, he has that ability to see where the ball is going and to be getting into the right positions. He is... Amazing, he really is. And like Mo Bamba that night, um, career high six blocks, yeah, double double of 11 points and 17 rebounds. Well played. I'm quite happy to put my hands up and say that, uh, you know, when I was far from convinced about him, I was honest and I said I wasn't. Um, I'll put my hands up and say the guy has shown real determination in this off season. Um, and throughout this season to be a valuable member of the team. And I genuinely hope that uh, we put a deal in front of him that keeps him with us. I think he deserves that chance. Now there's yeah. a turnaround. I know. And and he's thoroughly deserved, deserved the credits yeah. he's getting, hasn't he? You look at the engine that he's, he's, he's developed in for himself. And yeah, there's points where he still gets a little bit bullied in the paint, um, particularly on defence. But overall, his his improvement has been immeasurable. It really has been superb what he's done. Um, now, how much of that is down to the coach? Yeah, saying to him, come down to summer league. You're not playing, but I want you to be here and part of that. <laughs> I think at that point he felt valued. Yeah, um, he'd already put some work in, obviously, with his fitness. But I think that the coach is the the catalyst behind Mo becoming such a valuable part of the team and when he's not on the court you do notice the difference I've got a question for you so on, I, w- I want to know if you could pick one thing that he could improve on offensively and one thing that he can improve defensively what would you what would you think they would be what would you like to see more of um mate I'd actually like to see him have the, the ball in his hand a little bit more. I'm liking that he is putting a shot up um, and his three-point shooting 
has improved. But again, that's that, and that is such a bonus for us. And it wasn't a place that I expected us to be getting three points from on a regular basis. So if you could pick that up a bit more, fantastic, because that would be a huge plus for the team where you know we we do shoot bricks at times. Yeah. But on defence, mate, I'm going to say it again, it comes back to the that little bit more physicality, that willingness to hold his ground. I mean, he keeps his arms up. Um, it's very rare that you get that reaching foul from him or where he brings his arms down uh, when he's challenging at the rim. But for me, he still gets moved about a little bit too easily. Mm-hmm. So that'd be it. That'd be it for me. What about yourself? Um, offensively, um, and we saw this last night, didn't we, against Houston? I think it did he hit two or three threes in that game? He, he's yeah. got the ability to shoot the three. I actually think to to keep his game varied, I'd like to see him roll more on pick and rolls rather yeah. than just play dribble handoffs and, and sit out on the three-point line. You know he can shoot the three, but I'd like to see him roll a little bit harder to the rim, catch the ball, maybe go into the post a little bit more because he's actually got a very good touch around the basket when he does he get has. down in the post. So I would probably say I'd like to see him roll a little bit more and maybe vary that up with the three-point shot as well. And defensively, I think he's got to rebound the ball much better. I just feel like... And he's getting better at this. I just think he needs to read the game and react to those rebounds coming off the rim. Like yeah. I see I see Cole crash the boards, especially defensively. You see Cole is is thinking, I'm going after this one. Whereas Bamba seems to be, well, if the ball's fallen to me, I'm gonna go up and get it. But he doesn't I, I'd like to see him more aggressive on the boards. Um which so in in some ways what you're saying, Mike, yeah. comes down to where I was with him <clears throat> previously, that rather than playing on instinct he overthinks the game. And yeah. when he when he thinks about it more than just, it, like you just said, if the ball's coming here, I should just wait here and do this rather than reacting and going and thinking, right, I'll go and, rather than thinking about it, just mm-hmm. going and getting it. Yeah. It's where he, he pauses and thinks and that's where his game takes a dip when he actually pauses um, rather than playing on instinct. And that's always been my issue with him. Yeah. You know, when I came back from, from seeing him in his rookie season yeah. uh, and, in 2018, actually seeing him play on the court, that that was the glaring thing that when he was just playing freely and not thinking about things and just feeling the game, fantastic. The moment he had, he had to, the moment he had time to pause and think about the game, he took a step back. Yeah, yeah. I don't absolutely. know if I've explained that well or not, but you know what, you know what I'm driving. <laughs> I, at. I get what you're saying. Absolutely. Um, I, I'd also, I mean. Look, he had 17 rebounds against Philly. I'd like to see that from him more, more often, more regularly. I, what's he averaging for the season? Let me just have a look. Rebounds. So he's averaging nine a game, which is good. I I, I think it's, he it's should be increase. up above 10. Yeah, I, I think he should be above 10. And I just think if he can be that little bit more aggressive, um, that's certainly He should be help. doing, for me, he should be doing what we ha- what we came to expect with Vooch towards the end where he was where Vooch was a double double machine. Mo has that ability to be a double double in most games. Yeah. He he's he should be dominating the rim without a doubt. Uh granted we've got quite a few good rebounders this season. That mm-hmm. does seem to be something that we've yep. picked up on 
um, where it has been a struggle previously, or more recently anyway, in the last few games, we've really been picking up on on the boards and second chance points from the offensive rebounds has been much improved. Uh, but Mo definitely should be getting more rebounds. I, I will give you that 100%. So where are we in the league? So def- uh, rebounding the Magic are currently 18th. Okay. Yep. Uh, defensive rebounding, we are 15th. Offensive rebounding, we are, where are we, 21st. So, But that's yeah. a figure that's climbed. Yeah. That has, I feel that like, has improved. I, and I feel like maybe when Wendell and Mo are on the floor, as a group, we rebound the ball better. But when one goes to the bench and you're playing either Wendell yeah. or Mo at the bench, I think that's where we probably get... Um, where we where we get out rebounded sometimes. Um, that, that's just my observation. I've got, I'm not backing it up with anything, but that's just what what I'm seeing. Just what you there. see when you're watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so the magic fell short in that game. So, just going through a few stats. I think the main thing when you look at the uh, the box score and the summary, the magic shot 41.1 percent from the field against Philly. They only shot 24.2 percent from three, eight for 33. You make a couple more threes, you win that game. I think it's yeah. pretty I think it's quite simply down to that. Uh, 14 of 18 from the free throw line and I think Wagner missed one or two down the stretch um when we were chasing that game in the closing seconds, closing minutes. but uh, yeah, it, it was a good. And when you and you consider, like I said, Suggs went out late in that game with his injury, and we and we didn't yeah. have Cole Anthony. It was a it was a good performance. So the Magic then travelled back home on Wednesday to face Denver and uh, Aaron Gordon's first return to the Amway Center. Uh, the Magic, as I predicted last week, went on to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say when you called go on. about it? <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> I went. I was sat watching it. And uh, we're into the last couple of seconds and it's clear that this is our game. I looked at my wife, who was sat across the room from me, and I went, <laughs> Mikey is going to be absolutely unbearable on the pod. Now he's got this one right. You've, you've had your say, haven't you? You've had your say in our conversations. That, God, in fact, what, what was the first text I got after the game? Effing called it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. I did indeed. <laughs> I did indeed. And after the first quarter, getting out, uh, what was it, 29 to 15 in the first. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm out on this one. But I think they shot over 60% from the field in the second, third and fourth quarters and completely turned the game on its head. Um, Cole Anthony, 24 points, uh, with, along with, I'm trying to find the stats now, eight rebounds, He's seven got eight assists. rebounds, seven assists, mate. Yeah. Uh, Franz Wagner 15 points with five assists three steals uh, Terence Ross is having a, a bit of an uptick and a block in there as well mate Franz Franz for, picked up a Franz, block as well and that was the big one on Jokic down the stretch yeah in the closing minutes yeah. I think was Huge. that on the possession straight after he, he had the step back three it was it was very close by I'm not going to yeah. I'm not going to say that, I, that it was because I'm not 100% sure but it was very nearby but, but mate, uh, can we just talk about how, how good Wendell played? Yes, absolutely. Wendell, my God. He was up against Nikola Jokic and he did that to him. He he kept him really quiet. I know Jokic got points and whatever, but 
he really gave him a hard night. Yeah. And then 16 points in the second half he scored as well. Yeah. It was 16 of his 18 came in the second half. Wendell was brilliant. Really was. And I think the possession that probably summed up his performance was the one down the stretch where he was guarding Jokic. Jokic tried making a move on him. Wendell was playing him physically and then backed off and made him travel, didn't he? Took a few extra steps, turned yeah. the ball over, and then I think we went down the other end and, and scored then. Um, Wait, how did you feel about Gary Harris in that game? Um, I think he's playing pretty well with this starting group at the moment. I think we've all been... I, I, we have to be pleased with what productivity he's given this starting group at the moment because he was one of the players we were disappointed with to start the season. Um, yeah. His three balls starting to drop now, and I think you can see that in his confidence. Uh, he's playing aggressively. He was playing really hard aggressively on the defensive end. He was going up against AG down the stretch when he, he was trying to handle the ball. Um, three steals yeah. in the game. Yeah, he's been he's three been really good. Denver. And I, I and I, I think thought he played a really good game. It, I, I'm I'm <clears> not convinced <throat> we would have won without some of his effort. He, I think again it was one of them performances where not everything that he did showed up on the box score yeah. there was a lot of good positioning that was forcing like you say Aaron Gordon to have to move the ball elsewhere rather than being able to go directly to drive at the basket or whatever I think he, yeah. I think Gary Harris had a, had a really big effect on that game that probably doesn't show up elsewhere yeah absolutely and obviously we saw it was Cole's first return his first game back uh, close to a triple double in his first return. I'm going to say we, uh, we can't ignore Cole uh, on this one, can we? No, no. Um, I, I, we just we're just falling in love with him more and more every game he plays at the moment. And he actually had a subdued post game interview afterwards, <laughs> which I think we're all a little bit shocked by. But um, no, he was fantastic. Down edge, the edge of your seat, waiting for it. Come on, get what are we what are we getting? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we played good team performance. We played hard, man, mate. I just love the guy. I just love the guy. Um, his his energy for that team um, is again. It's one of those things that you can't put a monetary value on. He comes on. He brings the confidence. He brings the belief, um, and he wants everybody to do well. He wants it to be. It's not about him. It's about the team. And yeah. I, I genuinely believe that. Anytime he talks about, anytime he does an interview, he he doesn't talk about his own game. He does talk about everybody else. He yeah. does see it as a team performance. You can't you can't fault or dislike a guy for that. No. Um, and what he brought in that second half was phenomenal. Um, the effort, the the improved shooting, because let's be fair, it was his it, it, it shooting in the first half was not good. Um, but and I know that you and I have spoke about this, but holding your nerve um, for those two free throws to at the end of the game, it's it's not a position he's been in that often within his career so far. So again, it was a real positive learning curve that he can stand there. Okay, this is my responsibility to take this for the team, and he, you, you want a guy like that to be the person that's taking those free throws in that position to have been fouled, um, and 
be put on the line because he's got a confidence and a belief in his own ability. Um, and he held his nerve and nailed both to give us that two-possession lead that we needed to see us through. Uh, I just thought Cole was fantastic. Really brilliant. Got ice in his veins, Paul. Oh, mate. Absolutely. Let's, let's hope... Let's hope we see it one day in a in a deep playoff run. <laughs> Absolutely. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. And his dad's starting to become a, a fan favourite on Twitter. He's been... Uh, oh, is he ever? He's been uh, coming up with some great tweets this week. He's had uh, last night, Franz Wagner's a future all-star. Uh, he was actually breaking down uh, Cole as a prospect going into the draft and the reason why he agreed that he he was a he was a 15th overall pick and, and he should have shouldn't have been higher based on his college career and, and what he'd done there. But I think the tweet that everybody got excited about, hey, we are magic. What can I say that Anthony's are all in on the magic? Yeah. So uh yeah, even even they're excited, which is really good to see. And uh so I've got one more question for you on Cole then. Is he is he the if we if we if we've got an all star a future all star on this team is he the one? Yep. Would Nothing you, more. Would you, yeah. Would you put anybody else in that category right now? Not as an all star um, now, but who you think's going to become an all star? I think Franz has easily got the potential. Yeah. Um, didn't expect to be saying that at the start of the season. Um, and I think Jalen potentially. Jalen potentially. I'm not oh, okay. We're not. I take it we're not talking about Jonathan it's Isaac and look, Mark Kelly in this, in this conversation. It's hypothetical. Yeah, Jalen has the tools to do it. Yeah, he needs the time to learn the position and the. The different the NBA is different to playing in college. Okay, there's some guys who hit the floor running. Uh, Jalen hasn't. I don't think that there's been the need for the panic that we've seen. Mm, you know, in some fan net, some fan forums, um, he hasn't found his offensive game yet. Though he is starting to improve it, he is scoring double figures on a regular basis. Yeah, his defense is brilliant. And once he gets, I think it was um, Jeff Turner last night who commented, who made the comment um, that there's young guys making young guy mistakes in respect of a turnover that Houston had. That's Jalen at the moment. Yeah. yeah. That's Jalen at the moment. No need to panic. Let the guy learn. That's what this season is. That's If we get a win, we get a win. If we get a loss, no need to get upset about it. It's all about the development. And if we're, when we are seeing the performances that we're seeing over the last three games, you've got to live with that and you've got to be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But mate, Cole is definitely for me a all-star in the making. And he's going to be in the most improved player conversation this year or he, ser- or he certainly has to be. Certainly has to be. Has to be in that. Hey, what, what about yourself then? What, what would your opinion be on that question? On the All Star? Yeah. Yeah, Cole. Cole's, I can't see anybody but Cole at the moment. I mean, 
the jump that he's taken from year one to year two. And and I said this on the Hardwood Hoops podcast, but I'm going to repeat it here. But you think year one, he's he's thrown into the lion's den. Yep. He's got a massive amount of responsibility early in the season where Fultz goes down with that injury. And you're asking a rookie point guard to to run the show for a team that's that wanted to get back to the playoffs at the start of last season. And then obviously injuries happened and everything unraveled and all falling apart. Um, and he had his ups and downs. We shot, we saw those little glimpses from him last year. We shot, we saw obviously the the two game winners. We had those glimpses from what he can do. Um, but to go from that to already averaging twenty points a game, and he's, I mean, it's not even the points because. He is a scorer. He's a natural born scorer. He's aggressive that side, but it's the, it's things like the rebounding that I've been really impressed with. Yeah. And like last night against the Rockets, which we'll talk about in a minute, putting his body on the line and, and taking blocks and take, uh, sorry, taking charges. And he's not afraid to, to put him, he, he's not afraid to do a bit of everything. And he, and he sets the tone for how this team plays. And when he hasn't played, um, and we saw that with the seven games, he was out injured. You see yeah. the the drop in performance and the and um, the turnovers are increasing and yeah uh, he, he He's helps the everybody half of the team, mate. exactly he he really is um, and and look these things happen for a reason I, I always say that in life there's everything happens for a reason um, and he's and he's got lucky uh, and 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 Greg Anthony tweeted this that he didn't get down on himself when everybody got excited that the magic drafted another, another guard with Jalen Suggs, when you've already got faults and people are starting to talk about Cole as a sick man. Now you can't put him in that conversation anymore. Cole's got, we, we say this in football ball, don't we? Like when, when a player's got the Jersey, once you've got that Jersey, you've earned that right. You've earned that right to wear that Jersey. It's, it's up to other people then to match that, and take it off of you. So for me, yep, absolutely, Cole Anthony right now is fully, fully healthy. Once this roster is fully healthy, for me right now, Cole Anthony is the starting point guard for the Magic. And and if Fultz comes back, yeah, you could play the two of them side by side. But I think Cole should be given even more responsibility because right now he deserves that with the way he's playing. Um, and and obviously, well, we're going like to talk. And like I said, he's Got been me. lucky. He's been lucky with the fact that Fultz is injured and he's and he's had that opportunity fl- to flourish. Uh, Suggs is obviously sitting out even more. So Anthony's having to take that even more responsibility on both ends at the moment. So yeah, keep just keep feeding Cole. Um, well, we're um, no doubt going to talk about taking responsibility in a moment on when we come to the Houston yeah. game. Well, let's, because that let's was, get, that let's was the example it. of it. Yeah. Let's get into it. So uh, that final shot was the example of that. Exactly. So uh, so on Friday, the Magic then started a five-game West Coast road trip, starting with the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Magic went on to lose one eighteen to one sixteen. Um, I would say it was. Would you say it's probably pretty? I can't even talk. A pretty sloppy game. Uh, obviously, the Magic had eighteen turnovers, yes. which was a yes. massive, a massive reason why we lost this game. Um, Houston took a nine-point lead. We brought that back. We built a nine-point lead. I think that was in the third quarter. That dis- that disappeared. Um, and then it was very tight going down the stretch. And then I think it was probably 
about the eight, nine minute mark in the fourth quarter, Houston then started to take over and they built a, I think it was a 13 point lead it got up to yeah, it was. With, with about four minutes to go. Um, and then the magic started to, I, I think we called a timeout, settled down. Um, and then we really got ourselves going. We were rebounding the ball. We were getting stops, which was something we weren't getting earlier in the game. Um, and, and yeah, Cole Anthony, I can't remember how many points in the fourth quarter. I think it was 10, 10 or 11 in the fourth quarter. Um, Wendell was big on the boards. Mo had a put back dunk to, to tie that game up. Um, and then down the stretch, Eric Gordon made a two with, I think, 1.3 seconds remaining. Beautiful move. It was. Yeah. Really good move. Really good move. And you really couldn't fault the defence that he was put up against. The the defensive position that the guys got themselves into. It was that just a possession. good play. It was a good veteran play. Yeah. That possession, I might have to watch it back. You, and, and people can correct me if I think I'm wrong, but I'm just picturing it now. But he turned the corner. He's he's driving. He's driving into the paint. Wendell's had to turn his body and didn't really get into a position where he could block the shot or challenge it very well. Um, but if I remember rightly, Mo was pretty close to Wendell, and that's the sort of possession that I'd like to see. Again, he might have been able, He might have gone and challenged a shot and left somebody wide open. So I can't remember, but. That's where I'd like to see Mo think, right, you are not coming in here and scoring past me and Wendell. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That little, mate, it was that Euro step that did it. Yeah. He, he was driving sort of into the body and then just took, just took the little Euro step mm. to his right-hand side that just created that not minor space to put yeah. a really good shot up. Um, yeah. I, did, I didn't think there was a deal wrong with the, with the defence, but... I'm not going to pretend I'm any sort of expert on, you know, how and, people should be uh, defending the ball. And look, we 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 can. What was it? 18 turnovers in the game. Uh, look, when you score 116, you've got to come out of the win when when you're the magic when you score 116. Um, and we and we went through our sloppy phases where defensively we were giving up too much. But hey, Eric Gordon scored the two, went down the other end, right. called a timeout, and then. Uh, Franz on the inbound pass got the ball to Cole Anthony who put up a three and I think it was just short and uh, the Magic and Cole Anthony missed the game winner but I'd give him that shot every single time every time every right. single and time I, th- I think I put it to you in a in a text message today that when you looked at that there's Jalen coming on Jalen Sox coming onto the court there's um, RJ Hampton coming onto the court with, and the look in their face was, that's dropping. Yeah. Wendell had turned away as if to say, yes, get in. Um, Franz was ready to celebrate. I think everybody felt when that left his hand that that was, that was true and he'd shot that straight and he just got a bit of rim. It was unlucky. I thought it was going in. I really thought it was going in. And, and I and really it did. Was, and we were that close. We'll go on to predictions shortly. Yeah, you but, were, mate. You were very, but, very close. But my prediction and yours and G's this week literally come down to that Cole Anthony shot this week. Yeah. Um, I'm, but uh, going to mention it, mate. How good was Garrison Matthews for them? Yeah, on on a two way deal. Some good shooting. Some good shooting. And aggressive but again, get I also, to the basket. 
I know by the end Christian would have ended up with around 20 points but again I did feel that um, our defence had kept him very very quiet yeah they'd given him such a hard game he'd he had to work for those points Wendell did a really good job on them Uh, (laughs) again it's been his week for this and and there was a possession I think it was in the fourth quarter and and Wendell was guarding him in the corner and you're just thinking you are not getting past Wendell and then he pulled up and hit a three and it's like that is the only that was the only shot he was going to get against Wendell because Wendell managed to keep him keep him at the post and he moves his feet really well doesn't he for for a big guy but yeah of course DJ had to come back and haunt us a bit yeah, he he, t- he he played his part in the fourth quarter, didn't he? he did. More with his yeah. playmaking, more than more than his shooting. But he yeah. made a three, made a big three big down dark. the stretch. Yep. Uh, but disappointing. That situation with John Wall is a weird one. Yeah, what what was it? Forty four million. He's getting paid this year, forty seven yeah. next year. And they've said you're not playing. You can travel with the team. You can practice, but you're not playing. Like that's just. I mean, there's worse ways to earn 44 million in there this year. Yeah, it's a hardship. I, I, I think I could manage just. I think I could manage to get, I could go with it just. But it, it makes no sense. You know, you've got, yeah, the guy's got great experience. Why, why have him? If you don't, move him on. Move him on if you don't want That's to That's the problem, him. Paul. I don't think, I don't think he's tradable. Like you, you got to think it's that hot. some. You got to think somebody is earning that amount of money, and it's. And there's been a few examples of this, and I can't think of any off the top of my head that players that sign the super max contracts, and and John Wall was one of them. They haven't always worked out for the teams that are thinking right. We can retain those players we drafted because they've not. They, sometimes they've haunted teams with the amount of money they've committed to them, and yeah, it, it is an odd one, but. You there are ways, somebody. though, aren't there, of, of moving somebody and you're not having to pay the whole way. You're not having to pay the whole 44 million, but they may be paying 22 million, 30 million of it, and the other team, but at least he's off your books and you've got a little bit of leeway. But if, if, if John Wall was on the Magic, I'd probably want them to do the same thing. And people, you can. Oh, I agree. Because if, you're, if you want to move John Wall, you are not getting anything of any significance in return. In fact, you're likely going to have to give up draft picks or something significant for a team to absorb that sort of salary and that sort of contract, which for a rebuilding team in Houston's position, they don't want to get rid of draft picks. If if anything, they want to keep them. So they're just going, right, we're just going to swallow this money for two years and then be done with him. And then we're going to have a boatload of cash when that money comes off their books and they're probably going to have another draft pick this year to add with Jalen Green. And that's weird as well, isn't it? How well they're playing and Jalen Green isn't even fit. He's not even healthy and, and suiting up for that. And the, the his absence has coincided with them going on this nice run. Yeah, five win, five game win streak, I think it is five now. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his absence has coincided with that. And, and the guy was playing really well. So whether or not he's whether or not they've got a better balance, I've not looked mm. at what their previous starting lineups were when he was playing. But this one that they started last night um, seemed a nice balance. Seemed a nice balance. Uh, but then again, I, I, I think our starting unit has got a nice balance. Um, it's it's when we start having to bring people off 
Yes. Then the bench come on. The we always seem to take that dip. And that's where once we start getting people back, we should be much improved. And and this uh, and plus minus doesn't always tell the true story. But when you look at the starters last night against Houston, you got Cole Anthony was plus three, uh, Gary Harris plus eighteen, Bamba plus eleven, Wendell plus eight, Wagner was minus one, so that's pretty even. Terence Ross, who actually had a really really good game, eighteen yeah. points, three rebounds, two assists, still uh, went six of twelve from the field. Five from five from the free throw line, and he was minus 13. Um, Tuma minus 13, uh, Mo Wagner minus 10, RJ minus seven. So, again, that paints a pretty good picture. That, like you yeah, said, when when we break the starting lineup, then that's when we go through those, those five, six minute stages where we're struggling to score, we're not rebounding properly. We're, we're we're giving away silly fouls. I noticed that quite a lot. But Mo Wagner yeah. is guilty of that a little bit now and then. Um, I, I, it was but, against Denver, we, wasn't it, that uh, Jeff Turner said, has, has uh, Mo ever scored a basket where he doesn't believe he's been fouled? <laughs> <laughs> he appeals everything. Everything. Uh, right, yeah, I, I do I do agree with you. He does make some questionable decisions. I think it's that he loves to get under people's skin. Um it's not always beneficial to the team. Yeah. He's sometimes but, too fired up, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. We do need to see Tuma get going. He's he's not got it going yeah. yet offensively. I we think do he, need, he, he, not... he needs to see one 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 game where everything goes through the hoop. He needs something to get him going. And I feel like do you feel like when we get faults back and you've got and you've got players that can act because we're just relying on Cole really to to play make right now. So if you can add faults back into that, that might open up the door for somebody like Tuma. But he, he had, I thought he played all right last night. He had a couple of possessions yeah. where I think he grabbed a rebound, didn't even bother looking at anybody else, just ran straight down the floor, got into the post. And I think he got fouled and went to the free throw line. And um, but he yeah, was he four of eight into the under the ball four of eight from last last night and he, and he shot a three as well. So, um, yeah. Look, you think he didn't have a training camp. Absolutely. Tuma didn't have a training camp and what did he miss? The first, what, 10 games of the season? Five, uh, 10 games of the season? Something that mate, yeah. yeah. So, he's having to get himself up to pace with game time rather than practice, which the team aren't getting a lot of this season. So, um, yeah, it's going to take time. And look, and this is a bit of a pre-warning for when Fultz comes back as well, and J.I. eventually, that just because they suit back up, they're not going to look like the players we, we remember them to be from day one. It's going to take time to uh, to get their legs back under them and get, get fit and get healthy let's, and get their conditioning back at, up. When you think of the last time that Jonathan Isaac played, and also it's, it's true of Markel, the last time that both of them played, that starting unit that they played with looks very, very different to what it is now. It, they've got, they have to develop a relationship on court with the the guys that are holding those shirts. Um, none of them have played with Cole. 
None of them have played. Oh, sorry, Mark L's played with Colt. I apologise. Um, but that unit is none of them have played with um, Wendell. Yeah. None of them have played. Neither of them have played with Franz. They there's there's you've got to you've got to expect that there is going to be some possibly a, a backward step even as players get used to one another because we've we've said it before and um, your commentators always draw reference to it. it's one thing having training it's entirely another thing playing a live game in the heat of battle and finding those positions and sets that you know um, work but it's actually having the confidence of playing them and getting them executed um, yeah. that's going to take a few weeks to get to a position where we're thinking yeah this is starting to look good I agree with you entirely that there's, you can't expect it instantly no and, and then on top of that you then got back to backs three games in four nights yeah. all those sorts of things will creep in later on in the season which you've got to expect again minutes restrictions is it are we, are we going to see both of those playing back to backs no, are they going to no. is it going to be that they have one game they play one night and not the not the second night I think that's pretty likely I, yeah. I think I think both they'll, they'll be on a minutes restriction yep and, and it'll probably be something really really low like 10-15 minutes I reckon to start off with gradually build that back up there'll be no back to backs I wouldn't be surprised if they don't even do that at all this season back to backs mm. uh, and just just really gently ease them back in this year, get them back on the court and playing, but focus towards the summer that they can really ramp up their conditioning, ready to hit the ground running next season. Because um, it's going to take them a year to get back up to speed. It's st- I think it's still very hard to judge where we are <clears> going to be by the end of the season. I think it's really difficult still because you don't know whether... We expect that both will be playing by that point. We don't know whether they will or not. Um, all you can hope for is now that we start to see that development with those two guys coming into mm. the unit when they do join us, um, that we are seeing from the starting five that we have on a regular basis. Um, it's, it's, it's very difficult to know what we have. And we can get it. Let's get excited and enjoy the Denver result. Yeah. Let's enjoy the performance against Houston and Philadelphia, uh, even for the mistakes that there were, because we are seeing development. It's damn sight better than watching what we saw against Milwaukee. So I've got one more question before we go on to uh, well, the week ahead and predictions. So. Liam asked me this on the Hardwood Hoops podcast last night, and this is hypothetical. It's all fun. Let's not take this seriously. Um, but he asked me the question: if you could, if you could pick right now four players that this team will continue to build around, only four. Which four would you pick? And to me, it's really difficult because I'd say there was probably eight. <laughs> There's, there's probably seven or eight there. But if you um, can narrow it down to, to your top four, doesn't have to be in order, but... Cole. I see yeah. No brainer. Wendell. Okay. Franz. God. Um, 
see, do I take Jalen? Do I take Markel? Um, I've not mentioned Jonathan Isaac. God, that's hard. I'm telling you. And then, do you know what I mean? It's, it's not um, an easy question. You know, especially as I've just said, uh, I, I, I believe that we should be giving Mo Bamber a chance as well. I'm sort of going back on, on my word here. Um, you got all wow. that. You got all that untapped potential of RJ Hampton. Obviously, he's not there yet, but he's another one. Jonathan, I'm I'm not going to put I'm not going to put Jonathan Isaac in there <clears throat> because at this moment there's still too many doubts about um, injury. Mm-hmm. He's had he's had he's been very unfortunate in his career with the injuries he's suffered. The injury that he suffered here, the, the left knee ACL injury, we don't know if he's going to come back, that same player. If he does, then he'd be straight in there. But as there's that doubt, um, I'm not going to pick him at this moment. It's a difficult question. Now, now I'm between Markel and Jalen. It's a hard one, that is. See, that's not that. That wasn't my. Um, that wasn't the two that I was um and an R and over. But I'm going to wait till you've given your answers before I let you know mine. I'm going to go. I was going to say Jalen, and I was going to, and as I got my hand down there, it went to Markel. Um, I really can't pick between them. It's a toss of a coin. Markel. Markel, okay. Well, I went Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> I went Jalen. You've got this, you've got, so yeah, so Cole, no brainer. Franz, no brainer. Um, I went Jalen purely because you've just drafted him. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I've gone with Jalen over Markel is purely down to the fact that he's coming off an ACL. He's got question marks yep. around, is he going to be... And I think he will. And that's just a guess. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've got no inf- inside information, but that's just a guess. But you're you're hoping he's going to come back and be the player that we saw at the beginning of last yep. year. Um, Same argument I had with, with uh, John. With Nice, let's be fair. Exactly. Um You've still got the question marks about can Fultz shoot the three. Um, the rest I'm of his game... I'm not worried about you, him shooting the three. No, I, I'm not, but... I'm not worried about him shooting the three because if it, when you've got his ability to <clears throat> drive and pass, you know, he can he can finish at the rim. Yeah. Um, when you've got that ability, he's going to create opportunities for others by that drive. He's going to collapse the defence. So I'm not worried about him being your three-point threat. We need others to be a three-point threat, not necessarily yeah. Markel for me. So, so nice purely... Nice to have in his box. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, purely down to the fact that they're, they're coming off ACLs and you've got all those yep. question marks. That's why I went with those. And I was actually tossing up the... the uh, What's the word? I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. Um, just trying to decide uh, whether it's Wendell or Mo for me because... If you're playing Cole, we've got Suggs. There's your backcourt. I don't really see why you need to add faults into that because you just again it's hypothetical. Like it's, not, it's nothing serious. Yeah. You have got Franz playing the three. Um, to me, then you want a big to then sort of 
move forwards with. And Wendell, for me, has just been solid. But we said this last week, the difference is Mo can do things physically that Wendell cannot because of his length and, and his size. But Wendell's just solid. And I, and I absolutely love the kid. Um, I love the physicality he plays with. I love yeah. his rebounding. Um, he is not afraid to mix so aside, up with... Go on. Aside from Jalen and Markel, <clears throat> we went the same then, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Wendell, Cole, Franz and Jalen would be my four. But that doesn't take away the fact that we love Fultz. We love Isaac. You know, Isaac's been my favourite player for mm. three or four years. Um and look, we're, we're moving forwards with all of them, aren't we? It was just, I just thought I'd ask you the question and see if you can answer yeah, no, some answers that, just, just. That, um, that Liam asked. So, uh, hey, we want, let's let's ask others. We want others to yeah, exactly. tell us their four. Put, um, put, put them put in the comments there, below and let us comments. know Let us know your four. Absolutely. Okay, oh, no. so quick, quick shameless plug. So uh, support today's episode and visit the NBA store EU and get your hands on the brand new Orlando Magic Nike City Edition jersey, which is available with custom printing. uh, And you can also ship it internationally as well. Use our affiliate link in the description of the podcast and use our discount code MAGICUK10 at the checkout for 10% off your order. Or you can use one of the discount codes live on the website. Please note some exclusions may apply. Okay, so on to the week ahead and predictions. So uh, last week, you're right there, Paul. Yes, mate. Yeah, just get me back, comfy. You, you get you get comfy, pal. Um, and you'd be more <laughs> oh, comfy. Man. Than, you poor sod. Fifty-four. Oh, let's get the violin out. Hold on, play that little <laughs> world's smallest violin. Uh, so last week, you and Mr. G went one and two. I went the optimistic route and went two and one. Uh, the Magic obviously went one and two, losing to uh, the Sixers and the Rockets. So up to date, Geraint is now four and two. Paul is three and three. And I'm uh, holding the wooden spoon at the moment at two and four. So my optimism didn't do me any favours at the moment. So uh, <laughs> maybe I'll have to go the other way. Hollow victory, mate, with uh, getting the wrong teams, though. Hollow victory. Well, like I said, if if Cole buried that three last night, I'd be sitting here very, you'd very been, glum. You'd have been 100% on, mate. I, I do think that we all have a uh, thing where if you get, you know, as with uh, Super 6, if you get five points for getting it absolutely right, as opposed to just predicting the correct direction. Maybe. Maybe. It's all right. It's all good fun. It's all a bit of banter. It's all good. Absolutely. So um, we're recording our next episode on Friday the 10th of December, where we will be joined by Magic Colour commentator Jeff Turner for a second appearance on the podcast. So uh, I can't remember when Jeff last joined us. I want to say it was last year. I can't remember. um, It's a good while back now. But uh, Jeff's, like Paul said earlier, he's going to be joining us whilst he's on the road trip. I think he's going to be in Los Angeles on his day off you said didn't you yeah so uh so the magic played twice before friday on monday the magic traveled to golden state to face the warriors which is a 3 a.m tip-off uh so the warriors currently at the moment are coming off they they beat phoenix last night i was watching the highlights to that this morning um they have the league yeah a league best they're 19 and three 
Uh, they just snapped the Phoenix Suns' 18-game win streak. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think Devin Booker was playing in that game, so they, they were missing him, which was obviously going to play a part as well. But the Warriors have been fantastic. Do you know what? It's actually really nice because they went through this stage of being really disliked the Warriors, especially when KD went there. But I think it's good for the league when the Warriors are doing well and Steph's right up there playing as well as he is at the moment. And I know Phenomenal. you love I know you love Steph. So um Phenomenal the man is. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I would pay obscene money to watch him play basketball in person. Well let's hope let's hope when we go next year, because we're 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 planning on going out in October, November at some point. You're you've already booked. We're booked. Yep. But yep. uh hopefully we might play the Warriors in one of those games when we head out there. So uh, that'd be really good to see. So, uh, yeah. So we've got the Warriors on Monday. They're 19 and three. Uh, they are eight and two in their last 10. Uh, they're averaging 113.4 points per game. Um, and they're only conceding 100.3. So uh, the Warriors is going to be a tough, I will tough take, game yeah, yeah. on Monday. Anything other than a battery, and I'm happy. Yeah. So if we can be competitive, I'm happy with that one. If we can continue this 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 little run that we're on of playing in competitive games, yep. great. But I'll yep. take the win if it's there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, and then on Wednesday, the Magic then travel to Sacramento to face the Kings or the Queens, as some people call them. Uh, that's also a 3 a.m. tip-off. Sacramento are 9 and 14. They're sat 11th in the Western Conference. Uh, they're 4 and 6 in the last 10. Uh, they're averaging 110 points per game, conceding 113 points per game. That's why they're where they are. Um, at home, they're only 3 and 8. Yeah. So uh, that's an interesting stat. So uh, they're seven and eleven. It'd be I, I, without looking and breaking down what their what their season's been like so far. They're seven and eleven in the West. So they played eighteen games. So oh, what's that? Two thirds of the games they've already played are against Western Conference yeah. teams. So and there's a lot of deep teams out west. So it might still be. A challenge. They're right on the edge of the of the uh, playing tournament spots at the moment. So, I think that's one that we can take. You know, mate, I really I, do. I absolutely mate. agree. I absolutely agree. We've absolutely we've agree. won a couple of times. We've won our last two visits there. Have we? Okay. Yeah, we've won the last two visits there. Uh, February last year, one two three to one twelve. We won, and uh, in January twenty twenty. 114 to 112 we won They're the last two visits that we've had um, at the minute we've won the last one and they won in uh, Orlando last season split it one and one they've got two players out hurt at the moment one's Maurice Harkless ex-Magic player uh, who didn't play on Saturday uh, sorry he will not play What's it? it's Saturday today what am I on about Saturday um, so he's not playing tonight uh, when they face the Clippers and Harrison Barnes who's been out with a foot injury has been downgraded to doubtful for uh, tonight's game against the Clippers so they they might be back on uh, on Wednesday I'm not sure what the injuries yeah. are it just says knee and foot but a um, couple of fairly important rotation players for them so uh, yeah definitely winnable 
So uh, predictions then. So Garrett and Connell, we're going to include Connell in these now every week. Um, yeah. They've both gone one and one, and they've said they'll beat. Will beat the Kings. Are you joining? Are you going to be joining them, Paul? Hey, that's horrible, isn't it? Because I've either got to go two and zero, which is not going to happen, or I've got to go zero and two, and I don't want to be Mister Pessimistic. Pessimistic. Um, because I genuinely do believe that we can beat the Kings. But in the spirit of keeping this going, let's get 0-2. We lose. We lose both. Oh, Paul. 0-2. Um, yep. I'm only going for the league, mate. <laughs> you trying to get the win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to join you. We're going to... Oh, you, Mikey. You and me are going to... Uh, we've got to catch Garrett up, haven't we? So um, we've got to create some separation from G. So yeah. there's a little bit more to just guessing this week. We got a real either Garrett's going to extend the lead this week to five and two, and you and me are going to have losing records. Of course, we could all be wrong, mate. And we uh, we we sweep both games. That'd be fantastic. Can you imagine going and beating the Warriors? That'd be wicked, wouldn't it? But yeah, yeah, I just cannot hard. see that. No, just cannot see that. Any as said, anything other than a destruction I'll be happy Let's, I wanted to see competitive that's what I want from that game yeah um, so yeah Owen, I'm going to go 0-2 as well so sorry if you're watching <laughs> we're putting a downer on the week already but uh, yeah we can't we can't let G run away with our predictions this season so we've got to go a bit different haven't we hey <laughs> wait it's got to be done it's got to be done I didn't play it tactical last season I ended up with uh, a wooden spoon so I'm going for it this year and I've been I've been positive this week, or fairly positive for most of the weeks, and it's not working. That, I'm... that was my downfall last year, mate. That was yeah. the problem. I kept saying that we were going to get results, that we were going to turn that corner. Uh, didn't happen. But hey, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, let's let's have let's have two more competitive games this week, and uh, yeah, let's see. I think the Kings will be us. an entertaining one. Yeah, I yeah. think that could be an entertaining game. Um, you look at the. The figures that they're scoring and that they're conceding, it could be an entertaining game. I really do think that one. It's going to. Be, I think that one's going to be a good watch. And no matter what the record is this week, and we are what five and nineteen, <laughs> five and nineteen in the East, we're fourteenth at yeah. the moment. We are not the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> There's always a silver lining, and that oh. is very definitely a silver lining. That was embarrassing. A 73-point loss against the Memphis Grizzlies is... And How did it happen? How did you lose happen? by 73? Like, I, I, it's, it's got, uh, it was the, I, I, I've not watched the game. <laughs> I just so don't know I, what I to say. I've got no idea as to, did they not... Uh, were they riddled with injuries? Did they not bother trying? Did... Did they did um, did the Grizzlies not withdraw the star men and just play the whole game? And I've got no idea because that is just such an embarrassing result. What was the stat? You, know, you, I heard? Get, you normally get thirty points up, and you see, you know, like we had against Milwaukee. Yeah, they got that separation, and you see Drew Holiday and Giannis and Chris Middleton sitting down. 
did that not happen? Or did they just think we're, we're out to embarrass you here? Was there some gripe? Was, I, I don't know. I've got no idea as to what, if there was a history there or what. And I've Memphis, not seen the game. Memphis scored more points in the second half than the Thunder scored the entire game. It's horrible. It's, Thir- it's, it's mind boggling. 31 points in the first, 41, 41, and 39 in the fourth. It's just, yeah. It's mind-boggling, mate. What, what, does that, what does that do? Like, this is why I'm so upbeat and excited about this magic group. Because, yeah, we've had, our, we've had a few down games and we've had games where we've been blown out and, and our enthusiasm's been sucked out of us for a few games. But... Like I said, you've got players that you can be excited about. Um, and Cole's right, obviously right up there, and we've already yeah. talked about that. But like losing's, losing can become a culture. Losing can be a really bad habit that... Like, they've got Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's a very, very, very good guard. Yeah. But... And, and you might have somebody else on the roster you can build with, but you've got to break that culture of losing. Like... And, and this is kind of goes, and I know Philip Rossman Wright has taken a lot of heat about this the last couple of seasons. Some of it, some of it has been uncalled for, but he's always said like the magic should be going out to win games. That, like you don't, you don't step out on the floor to lose games. You go out there to win, regardless of how bad your injuries are or whatever else is going on. Um, but you go out there to win games. And, and even if you fall short, you fall short. And if you manage to pick up some wins, then that helps development because players are learning how to win games yep. and close out games. And we've started to see that this week, like on Monday against Philly, you've seen, right, we, we failed to, to close that game out down the stretch and take that opportunity when we took the lead. We, we couldn't hold on to it. Um, Denver we did we fought back after a double digit lead and you get back into the game and then you close the game out and then obviously Friday we said it in the previous podcast that even when there's mistakes there is a positive learning to come from those mistakes yes and that's that's what this season is let's not get down about it, it that's if, if you expected anything else from this season then I don't quite know where you were looking because this season has always been about there were going to be some blowout defeats. There's going to be some good, there's going to be some nice, enjoyable victories. And there are going to be a lot of close games because this team have a spirit. They have a spirit and they don't want to get beaten. Um, But I probably, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I probably expected another couple of wins by this point. The record is probably a little bit worse than I believe, but we have a greater injury issue than I expected. I didn't think that we'd be reporting about, you know, Jalen being out for a period of time that we lost Cole Anthony for seven a games. significant number of games, seven games, wasn't it? Uh, I wasn't expecting that to happen as well. I know that there's always going to be the risk that players are going to go down injured, but you then lose Mo Bamba to back spasms. You lose Gary Harris. You lose yeah. um, Terence Ross to back spasms. We, we, I, I, they have had an effect because it has really um, affected the amount of playing time that 
groups that you want to be playing together have had. Mm. Um, so perhaps my expectations were a little bit rosy, but I did expect that it was going to be a tough road where we were watching a lot of losses. Um, I was hoping that we would be entertaining and competitive in those losses. And that's what we've seen in this last week. So I'm all good with that. I'm good with that. Good man. Good man. Anything else you want to talk about this week before we jump all on? All good here, mate. We, we, said this would be, we said this would be a short episode. We've been on for over yeah. an hour. So. <laughs> so then we've just been rambling as usual. Exactly. This, in fact, this is what you get on a daily basis between me and Mikey. There's <laughs> just been a lot less swearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we try, we try and keep it clean. So uh, never mind. Good stuff. So hopefully... Hopefully we have another good week and uh, this road trip isn't as bad as we're all kind of expected with. Because after this, we've got the Lakers, the Clippers and uh, who's the other team? No, that's it. And then we're home again. Yeah, that's it. And then we're home. Home for Atlanta. Absolutely. Okay. So thank you as always for uh, watching and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review, which helps us continue to grow. Uh, For the latest news, visit our website, orlandomagicuk.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also now find us on TikTok. Uh, Paul is going to be posting a... uh, a flossing video on TikTok very soon, Not he said chance. to me. Oh, come Not on. Not a chance that I'm going anywhere near that. I've got no idea with it. Mate, I don't understand Instagram, so how the hell am I going to understand Paul, TikTok? I don't I don't understand TikTok either. That's why we've got that's why <laughs> Connell, we've got Connell. Connell, mate, is our is our saviour. Mate, if you do a flossing video, I'll do a flossing video. I think Connell and G should get involved as well. So uh oh. you've got a flossing video of me already. Yeah, no, I've got to find it though. In fact, I, could just say, I would love to say that the, the required a load of beer for me to do it. It didn't. No, you were you were sober. You were very and, uh, sober. Frightening. It's frightening what I put myself through. <laughs> Good stuff. So, uh, so from Paul and I uh, until on until Friday on our next episode, go magic. <laughs>